The C.D. Howe Institute Business Cycle Council issued a report today, and they've declared Canada has entered a recession due to the economic devastation caused by COVID-19 and the pandemic. Rabina Ahmed-Hawk joins us. She's our 640 Toronto personal finance expert. Rabina, how unusual is this announcement? I mean, it's not unusual, but I think we're in very unusual times. And I think anybody, uh, regardless of whether you're an economist or not, can, you know, very confidently say that the economy has come to a standstill. And we already know the numbers for the first quarter that the economy contracted. And so to say that the second quarter, which is April, May and June contracted, would be a pretty confident comment to make. So they're going ahead and saying that we are in a recession. We'll get the official numbers later in the year uh, because you need two months of uh, the economy contracting to actually call it a recession. But I think most economists, forecasters, even everyday people who are out of work would agree that the economy has slowed down significantly. Um, In some cases, they're saying the second quarter could be, we could have slowed down by 20%. um, And that in and of itself is something quite alarming because getting back from that is going to take um, a lot of work when it comes to when 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 the pandemic ends. All right. Well, Ottawa normally declares when the country has officially entered a recession. Do you anticipate that this move by C.D. Howe's Institute uh, will push them into doing so in the near future? No, I don't think that the the, the federal officials will jump um, at a report. They might comment on it, uh, but they'll wait for the official numbers to come out before they can make a, uh, make a comment. The Bank of Canada, for example, when they make their interest rate announcement, they also may, might make a comment about whether, you know, where the economy is going. I mean, forecasters are just that. They're forecasters. They're looking at the economy saying, this is what we expect and this is where we think we are. And the fact that they're saying that, uh, you know, we are in a recession, you know, the C.D. Howe Institute right now is defining the recession as pronounced, persistent, and pervasive decline um, in economic activity. And they're looking both at GDP, so how much we're outputting, which is not very much right now, and also as employment. We know that in March we lost more than a million jobs. I would uh, guess that we lost even more in April, so even more than a million jobs. I mean, even if you look at the CERB numbers, 7 million Canadians have applied for it. Uh, That's a third of the workforce uh, out of work right now. And that's on top of, you know, those people who are collecting EI. So there is an incredible number of people that are out of work collecting emergency benefits, and those numbers will be better reflected in the labor force survey coming in May. Uh, But they're looking at the numbers they have in front of them and saying, we are definitely in a recession. Is there any damage to declaring a a recession? You know, I'm thinking about uh, businesses that want to lean up and might be able to use this as an excuse. I mean, their their job is to collect data. Their job is to put out reports and their job is to guide, you know, those people who are interested in reading their industry reports in the right direction. I don't think that what they're saying is irresponsible. I think most of us are understanding that we're heading towards pretty tough economic times, much tougher than we had after 2009, uh, after the financial crisis. Um, Probably, uh, you know, some people are comparing this to the depression when there was many, many, many years of uh, just slow job growth or no growth whatsoever. Uh, Many people living in poverty, many people living, um, you know, with very, very little means. I don't think we're heading towards that direction. I think with technology, we'll be able to get up and running much quicker. But I think we need to be realistic. Uh, Those people, you know, this is true for those people who think we're going to get back to work right away as well too. I think for both camps,
camps, the back to work camp, and also those people that are saying we're in a recession and we're going to be here for the long term. We kind of need to look at both of those ideas and say that we need to be realistic about uh, you know the kinds of jobs we're going to be doing, the kind of way we're going to be working, and if you're a small business owner, how long it's going to take your your business to actually get up and running again. I mean, if you own a restaurant, the, the expectation cannot be that the day after they say, okay, you're, we can start to open up, that your restaurant is going to be full. I think that would be pretty naive to think that, that would, that's what's happening. But Rubina, we're hearing that people are starting to save more now than ever. Do you think that psychologically the recession word will make people more likely to hold on to their money? And, you know, when businesses start to open up, that th- this economy will even be uh, kickstarted in a slower fashion because people are worried now? You know, I think that if it is a recession and telling people it's a recession is the responsible thing to do. If people are going to save more because they realize that the economy is contracting, that the the economic future for Canada and around the world is quite I don't want to say bleak, but it's um it's unprecedented the 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 type of situation we're heading into. Um if that's going to kickstart some people to put some money away and maybe kickstart them to start doing some frivolous, stop doing some frivolous spending. That might actually be a good thing. The worst thing that you can have during a recession is debt uh, because you still have to make your debt obligations. And if you lose your job or your business slows down, those debt obligations become more and more difficult to meet. Um, not only because they're due at whatever time of the month or whenever you're, you make your payments, whether it's mortgage or credit card or line of credit, but then if you miss them, the fees and the other costs start to add up very quickly so your your debt starts to balloon. So if this word recession is scaring you, do something about it. Start paying your debt down if you have the means to do so and start putting some money away uh, into, you can call it an emergency fund, uh, for for the possibility that you might see a job loss or you might see your business slow down even more. If you are lucky enough to still be working, take advantage of this time rather than being scared of the fact that one organization is saying that we're in a recession. Okay, well, the the Globe and Mail ran a piece, and I wanted to get your take on this. It's about working from home, and the question they aimed to cover was, if you could claim home office expenses right now that you're working from home and the answer apparently is not so clear. Could you run through this and and tell us what you know about claiming home office expenses during the pandemic? So if you're if your company has asked you to set up a home office, so they've asked you to buy certain equipment or, or buy certain material or maybe download certain software that costs money and they're not reimbursing it for you for it, you can get from them a T2200, uh, which shows uh, your conditions of employment, that you require these things in order for you to do your job, and you can write those expenses off almost as if you're a self-employed person. Like, I'm self-employed. If I buy a computer for my home office, I can write the expense off because it's clear that that's what I use in my work and I need to use that for my for my job. I'm not so clear when you are a full-time employee and especially if you've never had to go this route again. So if your employer is asking you to purchase items, you should ask email them back and say, will you be providing me with the T2200 in order for me to claim these expenses? Otherwise, would you reimburse me for it? So absolutely, there are some avenues for people to uh, get a bit of a tax break. That doesn't mean you get the money back. It just means you're able to write them off as expenses in your taxes for 2020 which you when you file them in 2021 all right well that's that's interesting and and uh is there anything else that's been top of mind for you that uh, remains unanswered when it comes to uh you know uh what we can claim and can't claim right now as we move into tax season 
Um, you know, there's al always like a mix of things that happen when you set up a home office. You might have some equipment that you brought from work. You might have some equipment that you had to purchase. You might have some equipment that you already owned and that you're now using for your home office. So, you know, the best advice I can give is that if you do do work with an accountant is to speak to them about what your what the possibility is of you writing off some of those expenses. Um, if you're using a dedicated space in your home for a home office, you might be able to write off. So what you do is you, you calculate how much space that takes up in your home. So say it takes up 15% space, you may have the ability to write off 15% of utilities while you were using that home office, uh, you know, the, the electricity and the gas or whatever it takes to heat and cool your home. Uh, you may be able to write some of those expenses off too. But I would speak to, um, I would speak to a tax specialist if you, if you have the means to do so, uh, because there are often things that we don't understand whether it's, it's legitimate or not. We're already so confused when it comes to the CERB and whether we should be claiming it and whether we're going to be asked to pay it back. So don't make your situation. I mean, that's a different story because you wouldn't be working. You wouldn't have any expenses to pay off. But, um, you know, already there are a lot of uh, people who are confused about what their tax situation is. Uh, so it's best to speak to your employer, ask them if they'll give you that T2200, if you have any equipment that you've had to purchase, um, and then speak to a tax professional and say, this is what I have done. What am I um, able to do next year to write off? And then you can buy things with a little bit more confidence. So if you need to upgrade your computer or upgrade some software, or maybe you need to dedicate a different space in your home and that requires a new desk, you can buy those things with confidence, knowing that at least the expense of it, you can write that off um, in your taxes next year. It's funny because as soon as you mentioned the CERB and then you kind of moved away from it, I thought to myself, someone's got a question and they're driving in their car going, yeah, Rabina, tell me about this. I have this question. You're going to be back on the air with Jeff MacArthur this afternoon to talk about the government assistance. And so you'll answer some of those outstanding questions that people might have uh, now this afternoon with Jeff MacArthur. What time are you back on? I'm back on at 2.45 with Jeff this afternoon. And yeah, it, not only about CERB, but also about how people who are unable to get any government benefit, what they can actually do right now uh, to get through the next three, four months. Because uh, some people are falling through the cracks. They don't have EI uh, because they don't have the hours. They don't qualify for CERB because for some reason they didn't make $5,000. They just don't meet the qualifications. And they have no other way to get money to feed their families, put a roof over their head, and they're in a very bad situation. And getting through to, this, getting through to these uh, lines uh, to find out from uh, the federal officials what, what you qualify for is a, another task on its own, and people are getting really frustrated with that. All right, we'll look forward to answering uh, some of those questions at 2.45 on the Jeff MacArthur Show right here on 640 Toronto Global News Radio. Thanks. I appreciate your time. Thank, thanks, Kelly.